1: you <music>
2: Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's 909 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. This is Will Morati, your host, and uh, Matt Royce our master of ceremonies. Uh, did you catch the debate last night, the uh, gubernatorial debate? Uh, I, um, I'm i going to try. We're going to play some, some sound from that if you missed it. Um, I want to know what you think. Who who did well? Uh, who did some? Was there a clear winner? I guess is the question. And uh, we'll we'll play some uh, we'll play some audio from it later, and and you can decide. Um, I I thought um, I thought it was a good debate. I thought um, um, I I think if people really listened to it, watched it with a critical eye, critical ear, I think you know, they, they would sense the fact that governor Lamont really is not, um, in tune with what's happening in reality. And this, this, you know, surplus, 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 um, thank you, federal government, COVID money. Uh, everything else is just smoke and mirrors and and I don't think he's got, I'll tell you what I was impressed with. The first time I heard the independent uh, candidate, uh, I, yeah, I pretty good you know I don't agree with him on some stuff but he's I think he's a pretty sharp guy anyway uh, we'll talk about that minute. right now it's nine eleven so let's take a moment and gather our thoughts together shall we <clears throat> Heavenly Father God of Abraham God of Isaac God of Jacob thank you for a glorious day thank you for another day of life health We woke up this morning we're functioning we're moving we're we're thinking we're, we're amazing. Amazing how we can process and understand and create and imagine and do all the things we need to do and want to do. Thank you. We are, we are so wonderfully and, and complexly made. We're grateful for that, God. Thank you for uh, life and liberty. Thank you for all the blessings in life, family, friends. Thank you, God, for... Um, freedom that we have in this country and the and the wealth that we have and the prosperity we still have i mean as bad as it is bad as inflation is and all the other things that we're struggling with we're still we're still better off and then and we'd still rather live here than probably anywhere else um thank you thank you for uh men and women who choose to give their time give their their energy uh sacrifice from their families to protect and defend and serve us and be our first responders and we so we can we pray as always for safety safety for our law enforcement officers safety for our firefighters cmt operators and of course the men and women in our military we thank you for them we take them for granted all the time we pray your blessing of of protection and safety over them we pray for their families as they're separated we pray you comfort their families we pray for you comfort god comfort the people who have lost their loved ones and um for whatever reason struggling loss of parents loss of uh in some cases loss of spouse loss of children devastating pain bless them god help them through their grieving time help those that are sick a lot of a lot of illness right now and Kids sick and all this respiratory stuff going around. So we just pray for healing for folks. Financial uh, financial relief for people who are struggling. And uh, thanks. Thanks for being on here today. Give us wisdom. Give our leaders wisdom. Thanks for TIC. We give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can I get amen out there? You can submit your amens on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti. You can email me. Uh, not just with an amen, if you have a question, you want to make, raise a point or something, I'm happy to try to respond to you. I try to get back to all the emails I get. Um, trying to do that with all you amen folks. I know I haven't got everybody, but I'm getting a lot of you. So I hope you you see that. And so keep, keep sending the amens. Um, but yeah, you can email me at will Marotti, M A R O T T I will Marotti at yahoo. (laughs) Little, little, little raspy this morning. Yahoo.com. um, So we're going to talk about rainbows today, lawsuits. We're going to talk about, um, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, polls. We've got some change shifts in polls. We're going to talk about that today. Talking about a shortage. More. What, what's the latest shortage? What do you think it is? Oil, gas, propane? What do you think the latest shor- shortage is going to be this holiday season? We'll talk about that. And then some additional damage from COVID. Uh, and then, as I just said, we're going to play some some uh, audio later uh, of the um, of the debate. Uh, I think Bob Stefanowski uh, had his probably I think his best moment um, his best moment of the campaign season last night. I think he was very clear. He was um, uh, I wouldn't say aggressive, but he was forceful. Um. I I I think he he looked he looked sounded responded like a governor last night, and I I think I think he helped himself. I think I think we're gonna see uh, if there's any polling data that comes out before the election. I think we're gonna see a shift a shift in the polls, um, and and certainly an even greater tightening of the race that we've already seen. So uh, that'd be great. Uh, what else? Here's 860, I should give you a number, 860, 860, uh, 860-522-9842, the numbers. And um, the question is, uh, if the election were held today, who would you vote for as governor? Very simply, who would you vote for as governor and why? If the election were held today um whether you saw the debate last night or didn't see the debate uh i definitely want to hear from you and and get your get your take on um um <laughs> get get your take i, I get texts all the time for you guys thank you uh amen bruce out in indiana <laughs> amen uh, tanya amen um who would you vote for 860-522-9842 This is going to be, we haven't done this in a couple weeks, we're back to All Caller Wednesday. Didn't schedule any guests today intentionally, All Caller Wednesday. Listen, on my best day, I need your help. And so I need you to call in today. We're going to have a series of questions. The first question is, who would you vote for? If the election was held today, who would you vote for? Uh, I don't want to talk about, I I don't want to stay on this topic. I I know there's a lot of other things we can talk about. For for right now, this first segment, who would you vote for if the election were held today? today this is probably going to make as much difference in your life as anything else is who sits in the governor's office for the next four years and will that be ned lamont or bob stefanowski that's the question and so um and particularly if you saw the debate last night what did you think did you do you think there was a clear cut a clear-cut winner um or or not. I guess that's that's my other question. Okay. Calls are coming in. Matt's gonna start taking those calls. We're gonna take a quick break, couple commercials. We'll be back with the open phone lines 860-522-9842. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: This is local radio, the Well Marathi show on WTIC, News Talk ten eighty.
2: All right, welcome back. It's uh, 922. So as I said today, I, I want to hear from you guys. I miss you guys. I haven't talked as much with you guys. We have we started scheduling two guests per show. Um, I want to hear from you guys today. So please, 860-522-9842. Talking about the election. Probably the biggest thing that's going to happen in Connecticut is, is who's going to be governor. Who's your, who's your next governor going to be? And if you, whether you saw the debate or not last night, I want to hear from you. So let's go to a Tom in Willington. Tom, welcome to the program. Your first call of the day, sponsored by Eagle Ribbit, the roofing partner you can trust. Welcome.
0: I'm going to unenthusiastically support Bob Stefanowski in that. I'm kind of disappointed in his waffling and the kind of uh, uh, in regard to the abortion yeah. issue. Yeah. I know he's pro life uh well i know he's saying now he's pro-choice so well personally just, he's pro-life i know
2: i i can say personally he's pro-life as far as i know yeah. but you're right the, he's kind of he's kind of uh, been a little soft on that one
0: the other thing though i'm uh as far as ned lamont i'm very uh concerned with the fact that uh he put uh, all those uh covid patients in the nursing homes and that i think that was a uh, a calculated political move in that. And, uh, I, uh you know, I think people died because of that. Poor elderly patients died as a result of that. The other thing, too, is uh I think Ned Lamont, given a chance, he's going to put in those toll stanchions, and we're going to be taxed. Uh, our cars are going to be taxed and possibly oh, yeah. taxed on mileage. Yeah. And if, if we're able to drive... If we have enough money to afford the gas and diesel,
2: yeah. If. <laughs> Here's a up. big if.
0: Other yeah. than the abortion thing, how
2: do you think Bob did overall, Tom?
0: Uh, I didn't see the debate in okay. that, but All I've right. I've heard him uh, speak otherwise than that, and I I I think he he's uh, he speaks well, and uh, I think he's uh, he'd make a, a much better governor than Ned Lamont. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about was Ted Cruz's exchange on the Senate floor uh, with Chris Murphy.
3: Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Ted that. Tell Cruz
0: us. was pushing forward a bill uh, whereby the, the surplus money, $80 billion from the COVID fund surplus, would go for school safety and be distributed among the states. Yeah. $80 billion go for uh, security guards in the schools. Counseling in the schools. Chris Murphy came in, single-handedly, voted no against it, and it shot the bill right down. And Ted Cruz said, "You're you, you Chris Murphy, you're personally responsible." And uh, he said, "All the Democrats want to do is go after the legal gun owners. Of course, of course. They don't care about the criminals who have guns. They want to take the, the guns away from the." Law-abiding people. Even a bill that makes
2: sense that would help things immensely cannot be voted yes on because it, it interrupts the movement of taking away guns from all citizens. That's the problem. Tom, thank you for your call. Uh, let's see. I got time for another one here. Let's go to Terryville and Greg.
4: Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you today? Doing great. Hey, uh, been listening for a long time. Watched the debate last night. And as far as my opinion would be, I think uh, Stefanowski owned Lamont last night. (laughs) In regards to the independent guy, I really couldn't understand what he was saying. I know he's into banking and it looks like he pigeonholed himself in that regards. But one of the reasons that I really wanted to call is because in regards to the criminal justice in the state of Connecticut, it's really interesting how I find it interesting as a former state employee, how... When you see these crimes being perpetrated throughout the state, a lot of times the newspapers omit the section where the offender, the perpetrator, was currently under some type of supervision. And you can go around and ask police chiefs, and I know they're keeping track of the statistics, but it'd be really interesting to find out how many crimes are being committed by individuals who are currently under some form of supervision, whether it be uh, state probation, state parole, uh, court supervision. Uh, no, I think that the system is really failing us, and we're not paying attention well, to Greg, it. Greg, I know you'll notice. I mean, isn't I'm sorry. Aren't recidivism rates always high? I mean, recidivism we, we... rates are always high. However, the state hides recidivism. The state categorizes certain types of individuals that that do reoffend. They categorize it as something else to hide the numbers the state's been doing it for years (laughs) the board of pardons and parole is owned by the state they release offenders every single day that should not be in the community and like i said this is all stuff that people can start to look at and do some investigation but every time you see a a crime in the paper take take notice does it say that the subject was a felony, a felon that shouldn't yeah. have been in possession, a felon that was out in supervision, mm-hmm. you know? All we're doing is creating more victims, in my so, opinion. So are you are you
2: making the case, Greg, that criminals commit crimes? No, I'm not making the case that
4: <laughs> criminals commit crimes. I am. Case. <laughs> well, well yeah. so objectively I'm, speaking, I'm giving it hard time. I'm sorry. No, no, it's, <laughs> no. We've had a doubt. Criminals commit offenses. But yeah. the fact is that the recidivism rate in Connecticut is is not monitored the way it should. The data right. doesn't reflect what Well, to your point,
2: we, we don't even know what the rate is, then, I mean, it's kind of hard to, hard no, to know, like, right? I'll but give you for, I'll,
4: I'll give you for instance, a parolee that is out on the street has his parole conditions. We all know this. First one reads, you're Greg, not too... Greg, I hate in to interrupt.
5: Activity.
2: Greg, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, can you hold on? I want to can talk want? more to you about this, but I've got a break for the news. Oh, sure. Do you have that time? Goes.
4: Yeah, right. I'll talk to you on the break cool. if you'd like to, too. All
2: right. Well, I'll, I'll come back to you after the news. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break for news. We'll come back. Uh, phone lines are – you guys are doing it. Great. Phone calls are coming in. Matt's going to grab me, 860 522 We'll be right back after this break. The news and a lot to talk about today. Mo- very important election coming up for us as Connecticut residents. Super important. We need to know what you think. We'll be right back.
6: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All
2: right, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. Uh, 9.37, let's go right to the calls. Let's go to Greg and Terry. Well, Greg, thanks for holding on. So we were talking about we, the, the state does not accurately report um, the, what, the, the background of criminals when they commit crimes, so we don't really know what the recidivism rate
4: is? Well, I'll give you an example. Um, a parolee who's out in the community, again, uh, he's under the parole conditions. First one reads, do not uh, disobey any law. do not violate the laws, um, at which time if you do, you'll be remanded back to custody. The board of Pardons and Parole, years ago, took the teeth away from field supervision. So when a parolee gets arrested, you would think, well, normally past practice was a warrant gets issued to the PD. He can't post bonds. He has a retainer from the Department of Corrections Division of Bar- uh, Board of Pardons and Parole, and he has to go in front of the board, right? The board decided to, years ago, say, you know what, we're going to get the Yale uh, Yale, New Haven law students to come in and rewrite our rights. They didn't think it was fair. So now a parolee, a felon who's out in the community, who's expected to do the right thing, sat in front of the parole board, said, I'm going to do the right thing, goes out in the street, commits the new offense, some the day they're released. The board's pardons and parole's new position is, we're going to let him post his bonds, and he can remain in the, in the community on a promise to appear. A lot of times, those offenders... Take off. Hmm. Now they're a fugitive. Well, past practice was, if a parolee takes off from supervision, no communication with the supervising officer, no communication with his sponsor, residence, mm-hmm. um, a warrant issued for an absconder, fugitive status. The board of pardons and parole said, "No, we want parole officers to risk their lives, jeopardize community, put police officers in risk when we ask for." support for backup mm-hmm. and go make attempts to go find this person. The board actually says, go look for that person for 30 days during those 30 days. If that parolee is brought back into custody, mm-hmm. there are no new charges. The board says, well, we're not going to oh, make no. them a fugitive and we're just going to, you know, violate them and put them back out. And a lot of times they put them back out within a couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. For whatever reason, it's just disgusting. I mean, how do you allow parolees anybody on supervision to continue to create victims in our communities.
2: Well, I didn't even know this, what you're telling me, Graham. I mean, this is worse. What you're saying, the
4: situation is worse than we think it is. Well, let's touch on the opiate pandemic. The Department of Corrections right now, their stance is if an offender, whether they're on community release status, parole, if they OD while in the halfway house, OD on drugs, staff give them Narcan, taken to the hospital, past practice was offenders using narcotics in a state-run halfway house, considered a correctional facility. The Board of Pardons and Parole allows that individual, after they just OD'd, to return back to the halfway house whatever time at night, sometimes on their own. How can we objectively (laughs) and reasonably say that we care about offenders in our custody? They're under our protection you know how many we can't that's the problem we can't and that's why
2: we that's why we need new leadership and it starts it starts on the governor works its way down greg thank you for holding i've got to let you go because i've got some other calls and i've got to get these guys in thank you thank you so much let's go to east hartford and irene irene welcome
7: hi i did watch the debate and um i felt Stefanowski really did a wonderful job okay um I think that Connecticut needs a change. Mm -hmm. What do we have to lose? And I mean, the one question that got me last night was when an announcer asked who their favorite governor was of Connecticut. Yeah. And that idiot Lamont (laughs) came out and said, Weicker. Now I mean, that should you, tell us all something.
2: That should tell you something right there. If you think little yeah, Whitey's no wonder he parent. loves
7: taxes because that's uh, what he's doing. He's taxing us and taxing us, yeah. just like well, White that's are. what I'm
2: saying. I, I think he, yeah, I think he showed last night. He's, he's really, he's really not in tune with reality. I, I think he's, no, he's he, not. He, he's just, and the uh,
7: independent, um, I, I don't know who he is. Uh, to me, he felt um, insecure. Um, first
2: time, first time. I liked him because he talked about microgrids. That's what perked me up as soon as he said micrograph. Oh, I like this guy. But yeah, uh, right. but, but you're right. I, I think most, I, we'll see. But I, I think I think Bob did did a good job last night. So we'll see how it goes. Irene, thank you for your call. Let's go to Cheshire. Robert, welcome to the show.
3: Dr. Will, good morning. I'll make it brief, even though I probably could stay. You know, I could take the rest of your half hour. Let's remember, in 2018, 2017, Ned campaigned saying no tolls. What did he have as soon as we elected? Tolls, tolls, tolls. Tolls, We can't do that. Now we have at least a truck tax and diesel tax coming in. What we have in this state is a spending problem. I haven't heard Ned talk one bit about trying to reduce spending in the state. We have essentially the the second largest on a per capita basis spending in this state, uh, period. And Ned has never done a darn thing to try to bring that back and throttle that back. He has no core. He has no ideology. He has no vision. And the man has no leadership. Contrast that with Bob Stefanowski, who gets things done. Didn't have to do it as a private citizen. Went out there and found a way to get PPE My when Ned couldn't right. get it done. Yes. Watch Ned when, during his COVID uh, t- uh, teleconferences or his t- TV show. Every time somebody asked a question that peeled the layer just a tiny bit, he had to go to Josh or Max to get the answer. I'll yeah. bet that his small business experience was exactly that. He small. hired his equivalent of Josh and saying, take care of it for me. I'll write the check. Yeah. Lamont yeah. has no core. He has no training. Stefan asks out there getting it done. What do we have to lose is really the question we have to ask for anybody on the edge saying, Stefanowski has worked his butt off in this campaign he will make things happen for connecticut
2: yeah no i i well said i I think what do you have to lose and the problem is people are somehow deceived in believing that lamont did a good job with COVID. he's one of the most popular governors in the country right now that's the battle that that bob has to uh, you know overcome but I, i i think you summed it up well robert thank you so much for your call Always very thoughtful. I appreciate that. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Did you see the debate last night? Did you hear the debate last night? I've got some audio we're going to play. Uh, and uh, who who did well? Who do you think, in your opinion? I you know I don't I, whatever you think. I'm not I'm not here to argue with you. I'm not here to debate with you. I just want to know what you think. What what do you think in terms of answers that were given and. And, uh, and, and how did they represent themselves last night? If you didn't see the debate, if you had a to vote today, if the election was held today for governor, who would you vote for and why? Let's go to Windsor and Diane. Diane, welcome to the show.
7: Hi. Um, I did not see the debate, <clears throat> but I would vote for Stefanowski. Um, just really quickly, Connecticut deserves a break from the Democratic hold on our state. And if you're a Democrat in power, you are not allowed to be a free thinker. You have to vote and do what the party says. So if you want to keep open borders, high inflation, indoctrination of our children, crime, weaponizing the, the FBI and the DOJ, two tiers of justice, I mean, how much of that do you really want? We have to break the hold of the Democratic Party everywhere. So please, people, vote for Stefanowski. And really saying that, what do we have to lose? We don't have anything to lose. We have everything to gain by making a change. And they just, it seems like in order to be a Democrat in, in, um, in politics, you have to be able to lie. And that's just not acceptable. So I mean, please, I, 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 I think vote.
2: Republicans have done their fair share of lying over the
7: years. Well, year. I know. But I don't but want to say the Democrats get a it's lock just on
2: the that. Democrats Politic. are
7: in the highlight is on them. But yeah. please, yeah. pay attention. How much I, I think your strongest
2: lie? argument, I, Diane, is uh, what Bob uh, just made, right? Just like, lie. what do you have to lose? What do you have to yes, lose? Exactly. Right? You know what I mean? Really? You think we're in great shape? You think things are better than they were four years ago? I say not. Absolutely what not. do you have to lose? Thank you for your call. All right, let's go to one more call before the break. Let's go to uh, Middletown. Marco, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, good morning. Hey, I'm kind of surprised nobody's talking about the 2023 truckers mileage tax that Democrats and Lamont pushed through. During COVID, um, which Bob is did mention
2: in- it last night in the debate.
3: I'm sorry, it was brought up.
2: Yeah, Bob mentioned it last night in the
3: debate. Okay, sure excellent. Enough. Because people need to be aware of it. They're raising taxes. Well, let's talk about it because I don't be think directly.
2: people are aware of it. Tell us about. Tell us more about. It. Are you are you affected by that? Are you a
3: trucker? Are you affected by I'm that? I'm not Martin? a trucker, but I'm affected indirectly because uh, my gasoline comes in through a truck. My food, sure. my medicine, mm-hmm. um, construction supplies. This is going to affect everybody and everybody's turning a blind eye to it, this is, uh, this is huge. They got the, uh, the Democrats are going to rake in a bunch of money, and they're just hurting us. They say they're hurting the truckers, but it hurts us because we're going to be the ones paying that, that price.
2: I, I couldn't agree more, and I think that's something that more people need to be aware of, and I'm, I'm glad that you bring it up, and I'm glad Rob brought it up last night. Thank you for your call. All right, gonna take a break. Commercial, um, more calls, 860-522-9842. I'll call her Wednesday. Want to know what you think about it. Did you see the debate last night? If you had a vote for governor today, who would you vote for and why? Give us a call. We'll be right back.
1: This is the Will Morati Show on WTIC News Talk 1080.
2: All right, welcome back. 9.51. See if we can get a moment of, uh, of the debate here. go.
6: I think we're a lot better off, Keith. Uh, four years ago, we were looking at $2 billion budget deficits as far as the eye can see. We got that budget balance without any federal dollars. We got that budget balance. <laughs> we balanced it again. And then we got hit by COVID. And I want to say thanks to each and every one of you. Connecticut got through COVID better than just about any other state. We kept more of our economy going, kept it open, kept it growing, got our schools open faster. Tens of thousands of people moved into the state of Connecticut, Keith. You know what that meant? Not more taxes, but more taxpayers. That meant our uh, our budget got stronger and stronger. And right now, we've created tens of thousands of jobs, tens of thousands of jobs ready to be filled by Connecticut folks no question about it there's worldwide inflation we're dealing with that one of the biggest middle-class tax cuts in the history of the state there's more to do there but I think overall if I had to change places in any state in the um, union I'm sticking with Connecticut
5: all right Mr. Stefanowski <clears throat> Wow. Um, I think the governor's living in a different state than Rob and I are um, what I see out there is um, a man on Dixwell Avenue in New Haven where I grew up headed in asking me whether he should buy prescription medicine or feed his family that night. What I see are the second highest taxes in the entire country. What I see is Eversource today announcing a 40% increase in rates and potential blackouts throughout the winter. Meanwhile, we're sitting on $6 billion of a slush fund. Now, I know why you have to try to justify the economy, Ned, because it's your record. But everybody in this audience and everybody watching on TV knows this economy is horrible. People are eating through their savings month by month to try to key up and pay these.
2: Yeah, and I, I say amen. I, I think
5: that's, that's
2: a good point. Let's go to uh, oh, our, our Southern Command, Rudy in Florida. Rudy, welcome.
8: Hey. I mean, uh, Lamont just lies, lies, lies. Connecticut did not do well. No. Florida did well. Connecticut and Florida have similar death rates. Florida has a more elderly population and lower elderly death rate, and we need closed businesses. So, Lamont's full of it. But here's the sad thing: you live in the land of low-information voters.
7: <laughs>
8: a supermajority of Connecticut residents are low-information voters, and I, I don't know how. Bob's already, why, why do Bob. you say
2: that? Why do you say that?
8: Because you've. You've been getting your butts kicked for 40 years by the Democrats, and nobody does anything to change it. Mm. Mm. I mean, they keep—I don't want to pick on the guy from Middletown, but he's called up the show and agreed with some of the points of Joe and I, but yet he keeps voting Democrat. You can't blindly—
2: Listen, I don't mind Democrats if they're common-sense Democrats. We may disagree on some stuff, but if they're honest and common-sense people, I'm, I'm fine with that.
8: Name one in Connecticut. Name the last time you had a Connecticut common-sense Democrat. As a,
2: as a political
8: leader? Yeah.
2: Um, Bill O'Neill.
8: After how long has he been out of office? I don't
2: know, 40, 50.
8: <laughs> and, and what did I say it started going downhill?
3: <laughs> Forty years ago, yeah. I mean, Bill
2: O'Neill is probably the last common sense Democrat in leadership in Connecticut. You keep voting in, in for people
3: that put
8: restrictions on you <laughs> and take your money away.
2: Right. I don't I, because how many? Here's the thing, and this is what Jim Vicevich brought up years ago, and it's it's true. It's a question of how many right people are pulling the wagon versus how many people are riding the wagon, and have we reached in Connecticut that tipping point? I don't know. You Some know, people would say yes. Apparently, absolutely.
8: you're saying yes. Since I've left, since I've left, they've added a, a bottle, they've increased the bottle bill, Yep. they've added a tax on those little nips, they've added a sales tax, if you build a website for a company, they've added sales tax on veterinarian care, they've added a diesel tax, they've tried to do tolls every year. Yep. I mean, how much do you want to give out of your pockets, people?
2: Uh, I, I think it's enough so far, Rudy. I, I don't want to give too much more, but but you're right. I mean, we keep doing the same thing. Now, part of that is because we have such a high percentage of public sector union uh, people here. I mean, the unions are large and in charge. And there's a lot of reasons why we've been we've been strapped with Democrat leadership.
8: You had a caller say, "Why didn't Lamont talk about cutting spending?" You have, I guarantee you, you have people in state worker unions per capita than Florida.
2: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we've got and one of the highest see. percentage of state union uh, people in, in the country here.
8: And our highways are so much better than yours. Our schools are do Well, you don't,
2: you don't are... have frost problems, Rudy. I mean, come on. Hi- we have hurricanes. I know you have hurricanes, but for every year we have frost heaves. Every year we have freezing okay. rain getting I'm, into, you know, come on, we can't compare highways. But I you mean, have you, a you have gas tax. You have more palm $2. trees than we have, too. But
8: yeah, but you don't spend your gas tax correctly, and we don't have a motor vehicle tax. Your highways should be pristine between the two of them. We we I should mean, have sad. nicer highways. You're right. You're right. It's sad, and our state university system, public university system, was ranked number one last year. Well,
2: so I don't.
8: I. I, I, I well, you know,
2: you know, I love Florida. I love Governor DeSantis. I have no arguments with you there,
8: but you I, I'm know. still in a honeymoon phase. I had no idea it was going to be this good when I moved yeah. here.
2: Well, everybody says I, it. Everybody I know that moves down there loves Florida, or anybody I know that moves to South Carolina loves South Carolina. So
8: and it just gets
2: better. <laughs> stop rubbing it in, will you? Listen, no, listen. We'll, we'll our, see our Tuesday. He's growing. So I, we'll I, I, we'll I, see I, Tuesday if people can see through the smoke and mirrors and make the right decisions and elect the right people on Tuesday well, here. Well, You haven't again. fixed
8: Bridgeport or New Haven. Well, Those haven't been fixed. And not that there'll
2: be a power outage in Bridgeport a village idiot,
8: but it's election frigging. I know. Like I know. Unfortunately. Say.
2: And Bridgeport, they invented invented voter fraud. Really, got to let you go. Thanks so much, bro. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, going to take a break. Commercials, news, come back. More of your calls, 860-522-9842. Here's what I want to know. Here's the question. If the election was held today, who would you vote for for governor and why? That's the question. The Democrats, please call. Independents, please call. Republicans, of course, please call. We need to hear from you today. We'll be right back. WTIC News Talk 1080